0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. Okay, I know you're Americans. I know you're not Russians. Uh, Me too, right? Okay. And that's why sometimes we miss things, because we don't speak the language of the culture of our adversary. Well, in this case, it's important to understand that an incredibly famous piece of music that comes from an incredibly famous ballet, Swan Lake, is a vital tool in understanding what's going on in Russia politically. Here's why. When state TV broadcasts Swan Lake in its entirety, it's usually because big things are happening, usually bad things are happening. When Leonid Brezhnev died in 1982, they ran the full-length Swan Lake in lieu of a death announcement. The same footage was aired after the death of Yuri Andropov in 1984 and Konstantin chernyenko in 1985. And what has been suggested sometimes is that they do this instead of doing something official. It's also a kind of a stalling tactic, essentially giving the masses something to watch and be distracted by until they can come out with an official statement. Similarly, when the communists tried to overthrow Mikhail Gorbachev in 1991, you had three days straight of Swan Lake. Well, the public is basically waiting for information because, unlike here, the press there is controlled by the state. Even in honoring the anniversary of that, uh, national television channel Cultura in 2011 honored the 20-year anniversary of the attempted coup by broadcasting Swan Lake. So, when there's big things happening, when there's bad things happening, when there's a death or a change of leadership, you get Swan Lake. You also get Swan Lake apparently when people are trying to establish a kind of protest or offer a critique. For example, recently when Moscow shut down Russia's youth-oriented, independent, and Kremlin-critical TV station TV Rain, the staff walked off and they asserted their statement of defiance by airing, you guessed it, Swan Lake as a statement of defiance against what the Russians were doing. And in fact, when they played that, it was simultaneously an expression of solidarity for Ukraine, and also, weirdly, a kind of a death threat veiled against Vladimir Putin. You know, like sending somebody a dead fish wrapped in a newspaper mafia style tells them you better get out, or we wish you dead, or we're warning you, we're going to kill you. Playing Swan Lake has that kind of potency in Russian culture, apparently. There are different versions of Swan Lake, the directing and the ending can make a difference in what message is being sent. It's all, if you think about, you know, that's like a Russian novel, well, that's like a Russian ballet, okay? There's a lot of nuance here. And this is the reason that I bring this up. There have been a lot of questions about Vladimir Putin's health. Cancer allegations, weird tapping of his foot, moving his foot around oddly during an interview, gripping a table like he's holding on to it for dear life during another interview. Just a lot of weird stuff going on. So here's the takeaway from all of this. If suddenly state TV starts playing the Swan Lake, especially now while questions about Vladimir Putin's health are very much on the forefront of a lot of people's imaginations, pay attention. It probably means a change in leadership is about to happen, or already has happened, and they're just figuring out how to break the news to the people. And now to San Lorenzo, Toxico, Mexico, where a family was creating a toilet in their backyard. Well, a, a cistern, okay? A large cavity, which they needed to excavate for remains, for... Okay, a toilet. Anyway, um, they're digging, they're digging, they're digging. They dig down about seven feet. So big activity. You know, families that dig together stay together. And all of a sudden, the father, Fabian Morales, thought that he reached what's called a tepitate, a layer of hardened soil found in Mexican volcanic regions. You know, rock-like or rock substances. And he thought, well, this is bad, but we'll work around it. But he starts digging some more and starts to become a little bit more cautious because he discovers that he thinks it might be a piece of bone. So he tells his son, Adolfo, and the two of them reported the find to the National Institute of Anthropology and History in Mexico. And it turns out that they came across what is a femur and a jawbone of a proboscidean. Any of the group of mammals that has, like, elephants and extinct relatives, typically things that have a large nose or a trunk, proboscis, right, for nose, proboscidean for the name of the group of animals that have that feature, So the Anthropology Institute says a Proboscidean femur and jaw were identified dimensions 26 and 50 inches long, and they estimate somewhere around 10,000 years old. So now they got to bring in the experts to figure out where did it come from? How long was it there? Are there other archaeological finds to be made in this area? Because right now they don't really know anything other than the type of animal that it came from. Of course, for my part, I'm left with the more practical question, which is if the Morales family was digging a potty hole, What are they going to do now? Because they certainly can't have it there. Also, it just seems odd to me that you would have only a femur and a jawbone so close to each other, like this preserved almost perfectly in the soil, which could have been a legitimate death spot for one of these animals back in the day. Or, and hear me out, it could just be what the alien overlords want you to believe. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And finally, so you want to quit your job, but... You're an American, so you want to do it in an interesting, fascinating, memorable, distinctive way. Well, why not a video? But not just any video. Not just one person telling their co-workers on a stack thread, tagging everybody to look at it at work that they have two more weeks to enjoy his company. Oh no, that's not nearly good enough for videographer Chris Gonzalez from Los Angeles. No, no, he's going extra. And to understand what he's done, do you remember this moment? You're lady and I'm taking away like a bomb yeah baby cheap bass oh baby when she moves, she moves. yes that's right william Hung's amazing there are no other words to describe it audition for american idol back in 2004 well guess what Despite, let's say, not quite living up to Simon Cowell's standards. You know, I have no professional training of singing. William Hung, who now works at the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health and gives motivational speeches on the side, is also on Cameo, the website that allows you to purchase personal messages from celebrities or people that, you know, are worth purchasing messages from. So yeah, you guessed it. Chris Gonzalez hired William Hung to resign for him. Hi, everyone. This is William Hung. Christopher is going to put in the notice to leave the current job for a new job in two weeks. You found a new job, you miss all of you, but you're all amazing. So don't give up creating the life you want. And of course, that's not all. It wouldn't be enough if William Hung only said the words he's leaving you in two weeks. Obviously, he's got to sing. For this one, an original song. Here is a song for you Ancient Dewey! Be what you want to be, do what you want to do, be true yourself and just to me. Be what you want to be, do what you want to do, because it's all up to you. Yeah, so now I've got that stuck in my head. Thanks a lot, TikTok. And although I know it's very tempting to look down on William Hung and have judgments about the quality, or lack thereof, for his professional singing capability, just one reminder he's the one getting paid by strangers on cameo to sing for them that's it for the daily break be sure to head over to newsweek.com for these stories and more including our growing podcast lineup and consider subscribing to our digital and print editions of newsweek if you haven't already hit the five-star review before you go i appreciate it i'm andrew tallman thanks for listening to the daily break brought to you by newsweek